Well, what's up, Texas A&M Aggies fans? IndyCar Tim here with your Texas A&M Aggies Daily Blitz, the Tennessee Volunteers post-game edition, and lots to talk about. Uh, I don't know if, uh, how, an, as an Aggies fan, you feel about things right now. I'm pretty embarrassed. I think embarrassment is probably the best way to describe the emotions, all of the emotions I have right now. And as I was watching the game and as I was logging the game, for those of you that don't know, I do work for Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation uh, for the AllAggies.com SI webpage. And I am responsible every game for the what we call the uh, live game updates. So that means literally paying attention to every single snap, every single play, and logging it in an article that you or anybody can follow along if you're not in front of a TV or near a radio follow along and find out what's going on in the game. So because of that duty, I, I said duty, because of that, uh, I literally pay attention to every snap and I see everything that happens. And I will tell you, from my vantage point today, it was an embarrassment. Uh, the Aggies now have lost eight straight on the road. That doesn't count neutral site games, obviously, at AT&T Stadium. That's not technically a road game. Eight straight on the road dating back to 2021 for Jimbo Fisher's Aggies. First of all, that's the first embarrassing situation here, that the Aggies can't win on the road. The last road win was against Missouri in October of 2021. Um, the Vols now have won 13 straight at home. Good for them out in that SEC West. They control their own destiny still. The Aggies control... Well, well, where they will be vacationing this winter because they probably won't even be bowling anywhere. Um, I am at the point now, boys and girls, that uh, if this was an NFL team, I would say blow the damn thing up because I'm done. Jimbo Fisher's not the guy. Bobby Petrino, not the guy. As impressed as I have been with Max Johnson, and good God, he played his heart out today. Um, he had no time to do anything. He was hit hard all day, on his butt, all day. The offensive line could not open a hole or block anybody to save anyone's life, much less their own. Um, it was an embarrassing performance by the offensive line. It was an embarrassing but commendable performance for Max Johnson. I love that dude. He's... He's, he's got what it takes to be a starter in a big conference like the SEC, clearly. That's not up for question. Maybe even the tools to be a quarterback on Sunday at the next level. I, I don't know. He probably won't get that chance. If he does, it's because of his name. But Max Johnson and Bryce Foster, two of the best players on the offense. Bryce Foster, probably the best offensive lineman, playing center. These guys had seven Count them seven bad snaps between the two. Uh, it looked like they'd never met, never played football together. I don't know what was going on with the snaps. But out of those seven, five resulted in either incompletions or lost yardage, sacks. Because when Max Johnson's got to stick his head down to find a ball that was rolling to him rather than was snapped to him, that takes his eyes off the coverage, takes his eyes off his reads, and it just makes for a horrible day. Seven times that happened between Bryce Foster and Max Johnson. That's inexcusable. 
and it's it's horrible. Another in, inexcusable thing for the Aggies today: eleven penalties for ninety yards. Yes, they had still had less than the Volunteers, who had I think twelve for like one twenty or something. It was some stupid. But false start penalties are inexcusable. False start penalties. If you followed football long enough, any dead ball uh, penalties, which a false start penalty is a dead ball because it's not during a play. A lot of people say that's due to poor discipline. And what do you attribute poor discipline to? Coaching, right? All on coaching. That's just, that's inexcusable. It's ridiculous. And some of those false start penalties today took away big gains for the Aggies, first downs for the Aggies, in a game where yardage was at a premium. For both teams, uh, you know, unless you're the rushing game for Tennessee, who probably still just got another first down against the Aggies' defense, the game's over. Inexcusable bad snaps, inexcusable penalties. Where the crap was Anaya Smith in this game? So either the Aggies forgot to game plan for him, and they forgot he played for them, and they didn't include him in any game planning, or the Volunteers just completely figured out how to remove him from the offense completely, which the latter is probably through. Um, no carries and just one catch for 20 yards. And when he's most dangerous on kick returns and punt returns, right, he had zero. Well, part of that's because the Volunteers didn't have to punt all day. Zero punts for the Vols today. He had one kickoff return, and that was out of the end zone right before the Aggies' final possession of the game. Because, you know, he's trying to make a play. This isn't on Anaya Smith. I'm not blaming him for any of this. But he had one kickoff return, and he had to take it out of the end zone. It was for 23 yards, and it's what started the Aggies' final possession before the interception that ended the game. So whoever's at fault here, should, they should be fired immediately. And I'm looking at you, Bobby Petrino. Um, something you may not have noticed, but you should have if you're watching a football. How about Nick Constantino, the Aggies' staple punter, who for the last couple of seasons has been integral in the Aggies winning the field position battle with their opponents. Uh, the guy's a rock star. Maybe today had the absolute worst day of his collegiate career. Four punts. Averaging 32 yards a kick. Let me repeat that. Nick Constantino, the Aggies punter, had four punts averaging 32 yards a kick. And he had none inside the 20. His season average, boys and girls, is 48 yards per kick. That is 16 yards less times four where the Aggies didn't win a field position battle. And it showed clearly. Um, the, the biggest part of the day today, though, that, that will get written the most about, it was the injury to Walter Nolan, the Aggies' five-star standout defensive tackle, who, by the way, played his high school ball in Knoxville. The Aggies stole him from the Tennessee Volunteers. Kind of a scandal, if you, if you remember that. Um, with about nine minutes left in the game, um, goes down, he got his knee hit, and they were looking at his knee, his lower leg, uh, and he had to be carted off. He was in tears as he was being carted off. He refused to lay down on the cart. He would not lay down on the back of the cart. Rather, he just sat up, holding his face mask, in tears. So good thoughts for Walter Nolan. We hope it's nothing serious, but they don't take guys off 
on carts for things that aren't too serious very often. So uh, thoughts and prayers for Nolan and his family and his situation. Uh, the only th other thing I want to talk about real quick that's not on my notes, all those things I wrote down to talk about, I ran out of, of room to write things down. Bobby Petrino and this offense, what the crap? This offense was better when Jimbo Fisher was calling it. I know Connor Wigman went down. We've got our backup in there. But trust me, Max Johnson is fully capable as a starting quarterback to play for pretty much anybody. So that's BS that the argument that we, we don't have a starting quarterback. Of course, we're no, that's BS. Uh, Max Johnson is perfectly capable of running this offense. As a matter of fact, in the game that Wigman went down, if you recall, Max Johnson had a far better command of the offense than Wigman did. So... I don't know what Bobby Petrino's doing. It's not running the offense. It's ridiculous. It looks worse than it did under Fisher, and I'm done. I'm tired. I'm done. Fisher needs to go. I don't care what the buyout is. The Aggies have it. I think it's $90 million or something stupid like that if they fire him this year because he's under contract till 2031. Whoever's freaking idea that was. Genius. Sounds like something an Aggie would do, doesn't it? Yes, I'm one. I can say that. Um, so there you go. Bobby Petrino, fire him today. Don't even let him get on the team plane. Make him take a bus back to College Station or just leave him in Arkansas. Who cares? Jimbo Fisher, pack your shit up and get the hell out of College Station because you ain't the guy. Done with you two. I don't know. Who else can we blame? Let's just throw blame. DJ Durkin, what the hell are you doing lately? You haven't been able to stop anybody with your stupid defense. Just everybody needs to go. If this was an NFL team, like I said at the start, blow the damn thing up, fire everybody, and start over. Because you've got Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league next year, and they're both going to whoop your ass. And I never thought I would say that a year ago. But this thing's gotten that bad. I'm sick of it. Appreciate you guys tuning in and watching the, my rant here. Uh, let me know your thoughts about the Aggies versus the Volunteers, where things went right, if any, where things went wrong, everywhere, and what your thoughts are on the rest of the season. Jimbo Fisher's hot seat status, Bobby Petrino's hot seat status, DJ Durkin's hot seat status. It's hard to say three times. But, uh, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Find me on Twitter at IndyCarTim. I'm sorry, X at IndyCarTim. Find me on Threads at IndyCarTim. Find me on Facebook. I'm all over the place. Just search IndyCar Tim and you will find me. I would love to talk to you about this and know what you think about our woeful, embarrassing Aggies against the Vols. We'll do it again uh, sometime during the week. We'll do some previews and uh, if any news breaks on Walter Nolan, we'll have it here for you on FanStreamSports.com. Until then, boys and girls, we'll see you.